Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., and we also have Christine at Paint That Main on today, and we are going to be having a really real conversation around what it's like to actually be a hairstylist and what that entails, and we have some stories to share, and I'm just really hoping that this conversation just brings light and joy and just a little bit of like permission to show up in the way that feels right for you at this time and whatever whatever happens for you today I'm hoping it just brings you a lot of light and joy so let's say hello to Christine hi everyone Jamie thanks for having me this is a um I'm really excited for this because I think that often we kind of um, present ourselves as um, educators and I want to share sort of more the realistic side of being a stylist and just like the real life behind the chair and what goes on because people need that right now. So it's going to be great. I I would have to agree as well. I think, and it was really interesting the other day I had this like aha moment. I was posting on social and then I like had this like, wow. uh, Okay. All of this is very unrealistic. Like Mm. I just like, as and you've heard that before, right? Like, oh, social media isn't real and all this stuff. But really is like, when you actually look at it, like how many people are actually showing you what's happening behind the scenes of what it's like to actually be having these really heavy conversations and what it's like to have anxiety around charging or not knowing your numbers or feeling embarrassed that your work isn't good enough or like having really difficult conversations as a salon owner or going on on your own and messing up and it's just like beautiful curated photographs and like everything is great. And then it makes you feel like, oh, okay, well, my life is a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. is making me feel very inadequate at the moment. I think sometimes um, it becomes difficult to know how to show up on social media because there's so many things happening and you know, people are drawn to your page for a certain reason. And if you switch it, sometimes people don't respond well, which is hard to continue to be vulnerable in that state. But, you know, what I found is the more real you are and true to yourself, the better um, response you will get. And that's the world needs your true self. So just continuing to show up, even when you feel a certain way is so important just to check yourself with that because comparison is really difficult. Um, especially when everyone is presenting themselves so perfectly. So it, it's hard. I mean, social media in general is just a a difficult place at times and it's hard for every single person, no matter where you are. Um, you know, to do with followers or whatever. It's, it's difficult at any place. So 
just remembering that, keeping that in mind is so important. I think too, like one of the biggest things that I've really wanted to share, at least with, with my perspective and, and when it comes to being a hairstylist, like, I think there's this unconscious pressure that we have put upon ourselves to be a certain way, to be perfect, to have the best work, to like set this like standard of expectation, unrealistic standard of expectation of like, you have to have X amount of followers and you have to show up and you got to do this and you got to be this. And now you got, well, then now you're fully booked and now you got to become an educator and then you got to be a salon owner and then you can do this. And it becomes this process of like, let's backtrack to that, to the basics for a moment. Mm -hmm. And also just recognize that we are just, just now, not even for everybody, but just now stepping out of one of the most difficult years of our lives. Um, and, and having to take in that heaviness and it's like, we're having all of these really challenging conversations behind the chair and it's hard and it's sad and it's you know, you try to come into this job to feel empowered and creative and excited, and then you leave feeling completely depleted. And yeah, and we then are like, okay, well, I'm feeling like crap, but I might as, but then I have to show up online too. Like that's, I'm like, that's unrealistic too, right? It's it's unrealistic to think that like, oh, we've gone through a pandemic. Like now, everyone's asking about whether or not you're vaccinated or masks or anything like this, and it's like this is not why you became a hairstylist. Like you're yeah. navigating something completely un, like unparalleled to what the majority of hairstylists have experienced in their lives. So just giving yourself a little bit of like honesty and forgiveness and softness while you're having these hard conversations. But in a little bit, I'd also like to talk a little bit about some ways to kind of pursue, like to protect your your energy and how you can kind of leave the salon feeling less like a robot and a little bit more rejuvenated. Yeah. I think, you know, there's so many different belief systems right now and opinions. And when you're someone who is looked up to by your clients, you want to make sure that, you know, you're acting professional, but also not giving up who you truly are. And So it can become difficult to manage all of that. I mean, being a hairstylist in general is so draining already. And then to add all of this on top of it, where you have to constantly be sort of questioning, um, or I should say being questioned all day long about certain things, it just becomes painful. And you, you long for this normalcy back in your life that you feel like is kind of unattainable right now. Um, and I think protecting your energy, sometimes, sometimes you have to take a step back and really put your energy into people who, um, I don't know, the right word is not who give back to you necessarily, but who just make you feel important and accepted and valued, like your opinion valued. Um, one of the ways that I kind of do this is I, because I'm truly an empath at heart. And so I take, I'm like a sponge sometimes. And so I've tried to be more 
you know, listening and understanding, but place this like invisible bubble around myself so that people's words are sort of bouncing off of me instead of me completely absorbing them. Um, so it's something that I practice daily just to help with that sort of thing, because absorbing it all is going to completely exhaust you in every way. Yeah, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. And I think too, some important things to understand is actually to even understand your energy and what that is, right? Because we can say, oh, like, well, I feel completely depleted, but it's most likely because you're overwhelmed and you've taken in way too much. But I think what I would like to explain a little bit more is what actually energy is and why it feels the way that it does. Um, so then you can actually protect your space a little bit more. So let me get right into that. <laughs> so energy essentially is what we are made up of. It You can't see it, but you can feel it. Um, have you ever walked into a room or like sat down with someone and you're like, this doesn't feel good. Like it feels kind of, ugh. or you've heard people say like good vibes only or high vibes or something like that. So essentially what that means is vibe is like vibration. And so with the law of vibration, it means everything is vibrating. Everything is moving and we can't see it, but we can feel it. And everything is vibrating and moving. And so that energy source is actually flowing through us and to us and through everything. And molecularly, if we were to kind of like zoom in a little bit more, like with a really powerful microscope, like we'd be able to see atomically, like these little vibrating atoms just moving around, but our eyes can only pick up solid mass. So we pick up another human or we pick up a pen or a phone or a microphone or whatever and we see solid mass but actually it's it's vibrating so the thing to think about too is like what is actually like the energy like what what is it right so where does our source come from where does our energy come from and essentially what it is is it's our emotions emotion energy in motion so our emotions are on a like frequency level we have low vibration emotions and high vibration emotions and one of the highest vibration emotions is love and that's why like when you're in love you feel all fluttery and butterflies and happy and joy and it lights you up physically. That's because the energy is so high. It's vibrating very, very high. Um, low vibration is grief, sadness, uh, anger, depression. Like these are all very low vibration feelings. So when someone comes in and they're like emitting this very low vibration feeling or that funny feeling, it's most likely that they're emitting a very low vibration, which you can physically feel in your energy field. So when you take in all of these low vibration conversations every day, like, oh, I lost my job or, oh, I'm not making any money anymore. Oh my God, this is happening. And what about this? And all of these really heavy, heavy things. Basically what that means is that you are actually taking in low vibration energy all day long. And if you can't protect your own energy field, then that means that you'll be able, you won't be able to feel light and airy as you mm. leave the day, right? So you can't, like, if you've been taking all that in, of course, you're going to feel low vibration. You're going to feel low energy because you've depleted all of yours. And so a few ways to be able to protect yourself is first off, understand that you are allowing this in. 
That's one really important thing is that we are allowing it in and you can stop the conversation. You can pivot the conversation. You can put up that wall and say, let's actually talk about something different, right? What are you watching watching on Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) What songs are you listening to? Like, what are you doing over the weekend? Are you going for a walk? Are you doing anything fun? What are you doing with your kids? And if the conversation tends to get negative again, just pivot again, just pivot. And that's it. Um, Another way is to um, what I like to call if this is like putting up your energetic wall um, or bubble. Mm. Uh, So the way that I like to imagine this is like before I even step into a space where I think that there could be negative energy is I actually imagine myself in my safe place, which is, um, dunes beach in Westerly, Rhode Island. Uh, (laughs) that's the exact space and the exact place, um, that Mm. I imagine myself in and I close my eyes and I imagine myself there and like all of like the waves and the sun and my family and all the love there that I've experienced over the years. And then I imagine seeing like this kind of iridescent circular ball right? Yeah. And it has a zipper on it. And then I walk up to it and I unzip it and I can see through it and I can breathe and I can move freely. Mm. And I, then I close the zipper. And the only thing that I can allow into that bubble is love and yeah. anything else bounces off. Yeah. And that's like that way. That, that's like what I was talking about when I'm like, imagine this bubble around you. It's, it's, it's the a very similar thing. And I think it's important to remind yourself too, like when you walk into work, when you're at the door, whatever mm-hmm. you do, you meditate, you pray, whatever your um, place of peace is, you know, you say, I'm not going to allow anything to attach to me today. And everything in here that happens in here is going to bounce off. And then when you walk in, you have your day, you say that same thing when you leave, I'm leaving this all here. I'm not taking it with me when I leave out the store. Um, And that's something I started practicing a very long time ago because I was completely drained every single day. I was giving so much of myself um, that I ended up really sick myself. I ended up with autoimmune issues and that is why when we look at autoimmune disease and, and what it is, it's essentially abandoning yourself and not recognizing um, what you need in your body. Like you're living outside of your body. So disease can breed very easily when you leave yourself. So it's so important to be aware that this is going on and it's to protect yourself from illness, from emotional drainage, from just complete and utter exhaustion, especially right now. Um, There's a lot to absorb right now and we don't want to be absorbing. (laughs) We want to really truly be um, present with what we need and just open to accepting more positivity and higher vibrations. You know, a lot of love, being grateful, thankful, all of those things are just so important right now to remember those small things um, that are blessings. You know, you can move your body every day. You can go do do your job. You can, um, hold someone's hand. You can, you know, do something that maybe somebody else in this world can't even do. And that's the stuff that I try to focus on during these times. I think this also rings true for when 
it's not just your clients too. Like it could be coworkers, it could be mm-hmm. employees that are really, really negative. And you have to be careful about that. You have to be very, very careful about that because the the people that you surround yourself with the most is like who you actually adapt into. And yeah. the, the thinking that they have will eventually become yours. And yeah. if that doesn't align with who you are and what you want your one existence to look like, then I would have some really open conversations rooted in love and see if there's some way that you can maybe see if there's, you know, an opportunity to change that conversation or just be open about how it makes you feel. Uh, But also recognizing that there's their response has really, um, if it's not the response that you want, (laughs) that you did your best. And that really has just a lot to do more with, with that person than it does with you. Um, But I think this kind of leads into my next thought process too, is like, you know, what honoring where you're at and giving yourself space and, and healing in that this difficult time. And like, we have a lot of emotions that we probably have to deal with and heal from. And, Mm. you know, one thing that can really help, and this, I mean, this has helped me tremendously is learning, honestly, learning something new and being still, um, really honoring where I'm at and finding stillness and meditation. And I mean, my spirituality means so much to me. It means Mm -hmm. so much to me to connect to my inner knowing and to really step into that and less out of my thoughts and more into my heart and keeping my heart open. But also it's really important for me to keep my brain expanding and learning Mm -hmm. things really excites me. It always has been. Um, And that's, and I think also just like me continuing to learn means that I can add more value to what I'm educating my community with. Right. And like, that's like why one of the main reasons why I started Salt Society, because I believe in education so much and I love sharing knowledge with people. I love helping people because it's this, essentially it's like this ripple effect, right? Yeah. You know, Christine, when I met you, like you helped me grow and you helped me learn. And then we collectively started taking new information and sharing it with more people. Then they started sharing it with more people. And then these people started feeling empowered and more excited and confident behind the chair. And it was all just because of the thoughts that we were thinking and the things that we knew that we decided to share. And it creates more expansion in our industry. Mm. You know, I, I had this moment the other day that, um, I was working on someone doing a correction and I knew immediately what I wanted to do. I knew what my formula was going to be. I was very confident in the situation. And I suddenly um, remembered these times in my life where I had overcomplicated so many color corrections. And I thought back to that and I thought, if I had just taken a class or I had immersed myself in a different community, um, or reached out and said, you know, I'm struggling with this, or I'm struggling with this with formulation, I would have lessened my stress by like more than 50% of the time behind the chair, because I would have known what to do immediately. And I think, especially with formulation, this can be overwhelming um, because formulation is truly the one thing that can make or break your final result. 
you know, are you formulating to create a tone in someone's hair? Are you formulating to just cancel something out? There's a big difference, you know, when we're looking at skin tone and eye color and what is best for someone that it's very easy to formulate something that can cancel tones out, but are you giving them the best tone for their, for their complexion? Are you giving them a tone that they're going to be happy with? And there's a huge difference, which is, you know, why I, I wrote an online course because I wanted it to be um, really accessible to everyone. And I wanted people to start shifting their mindset into a place where what would they do in the situation? So learning from me, but using their brain to say, um, what would they do in the situation? Because sometimes when we're, um, when we take education, you take what the person does and you apply it to some other situation, but truly you should be thinking about that situation as if, um, how do I say this? You should be thinking about the formula as if you would think about it because you're not me as an artist, I'm just teaching you. So you take that information and you develop your own way of formulating. It's going to make more sense to you. So essentially that is kind of um, what I presented in the confidence behind formulation is more to get you to think about your own true self as opposed to just copying. I love that. I love that. And I think, you know, color formulation, color correction, it's very complex. It's a very complex process. And I love, I mean, I, I mean, I don't even know how many times I have told you this, but I love your brain so much. <laughs> Thank you. I, I love do. yours too. <laughs> Thanks. I do. I love your brain. I love learning from people who make things easy to digest. I think because of the way mm -hmm. that I take in information, um, it is really in alignment with like your online courses, Salt Lab, Salt Lab Advanced. I remember, oh my God, I remember talking about this with somebody. I think I talked <laughs> to you about this too, but the second your Salt Lab Advanced course came out and I was like reviewing the edits. Like we had filmed it. Um, we went, I was going through the content. I literally like had this like jaw dropping moment or like, Oh my God, I'm learning so much. <laughs> I, I stopped, like, I stopped like in my edit, I stopped editing in my head and I started writing down notes. Cause I was like, this it's so good. Oh my God. I didn't know that. I didn't know this. Mm. And Oh my God. And I just remember like vividly thinking like, holy crap, I cannot wait for people to experience this because, you know, like when, when you experience knowledge in your head, it's normal knowledge. And then all of a sudden you get these knowledge bombs and you're like, that is so juicy and delicious. I cannot wait to take mm. that. It's going to help me so much. And then when I started like looking back at the content you were creating for the on the, the five module course, um, the confidence mind, conf, uh, formulation. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, it was like, it was so interesting because you have all of these like really good, like PDFs that are just so jam packed full of information, mm. so much knowledge. And again, just like knowledge bomb, knowledge bomb, knowledge bomb. It's like, Oh my God, this is so good. So it's just really great because like there's certain areas that, that I don't feel super strong in like formulation mm. probably isn't one of my strong suits. I have mm. a lot of them, but that's not probably one of them. <laughs> so <laughs> It's really nice to like find somebody that like really gets it, makes it easy and powers you with the education. So, I mean, I thanked you a million and one times about 
your brain, but I really do. I really appreciate it. And I, I know I'm not the only one you've helped. You've helped thousands of hairstylists and it's been an incredible journey, but, um, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. You're welcome. Like, I I think it's pretty fun to, to be able to, um, take the knowledge that you have in your head that you think is just normal knowledge. And all of a sudden it just is like, (laughs) that's not everyone knows that. (laughs) That's really amazing. Uh, yeah, but the funniest, sorry, go ahead. No, No, you go ahead. It's fine. I think the funniest part about, um, salt lab for me is a lot of people don't know that was the first class I ever taught on formulation. Um, and it was filmed and I (laughs) walked in that day and I thought, I don't even really know that I have that much to say. And to be honest with you, only recently did I watch that from start to finish. And I actually learned from myself. Like there was things in there that I didn't remember. Um, you know, formulation is so complicated that there's just so much information. And I watched it back and I was like, wow, that was a lot of information to spit out. And that's a four hour class that was kind of shrunk down into what that video is. I think a little bit over an hour or something, but, um, it's, it's kind of amazing, um, to watch it impact so many people because I was under the assumption that I didn't have that much to share. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how, um, our confidence and our self-doubt gets in the way of certain things and expanding yourself and learning more and pushing yourself. Because if I had opened up sooner in my career, I would have been able to help even more people. So, um, it's an amazing thing to watch. And I look back on it. I'm so thankful, you know, Jamie, you really pushed me in that area. I was a really shy girl <laughs> and Not I, and I thought I can't speak in front of people I never want to speak in front of people and now speaking in front of people gives me it lights um you know my insides up so it's it's amazing how that shift can happen when you're surrounded by people who encourage you and see the light in you yeah I tend to do that to people a lot (laughs) Like you have so much magic inside of you. Let me help you curate that. <laughs> yeah, and we all do, but we just can't look at ourselves from like an objective point of view, which is true. True. You need people to tell you these things. You mm-hmm. just do. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy that you were receptive to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah, so I I wanted to just like have this very open conversational, less structured podcast episode with you, mainly just because I mean, Christine and I have a lot in common and we have a I think we have a lot to share and the way that we present information is really unique to the way that we are, but I guess I also just wanted to have like a really real and raw conversation about just like honoring where you're at and this pressure that the only reason we have it is because we're scrolling on the internet. Yeah. Really a lot of it is. And it's this pressure that we've embedded into our neural network and we feel completely compelled to keep wanting and wanting and wanting and wanting and wanting and wanting instead of just like finding comfort in stillness and like, what have we achieved so far? What have we persevered through? Because Mm. I think we sometimes forget that we've just persevered through one of the most challenging years 
ever. And to have said that, like, Hey, my business didn't shut down. Yeah. Got back up on my feet and I'm still serving and helping people. Like that's a P that's like a, that's such a gift to, to be able to say even out loud. And, um, the reality is, is like being a hairstylist, being a human in general, let me just, let me call a spade a spade. Um, being, being a human is some tough shit. Yeah. It is a, it is a tough job to be human. It is a lot of emotions and feelings. And, um, I just want whoever's listening to know that wherever you're at, it's all good. It's all yeah. good. And it's not a forever place. Like change is the only constant. So whether it's good right now, relish in it. Cause it probably will get shitty for a little bit, but then it'll get good again. <laughs> And then the same goes for when it's shitty right now, it'll get good again. And so you just have to have like these fluid expectations of what we want our lives to look like and to continue to learn and to really, really find your people. Yeah, I think um, we can plan as much as we want in our lives, but change is inevitable and it will always happen. And the tighter you hold on to, um, your plan, the worse the bounce back is going to be, you know, the worse you're going to feel let down or, um, you know, hurt or whatever it may be. Um, when something doesn't go the way that you actually plan, we, we can't plan things. We can have an idea, we can do our best, but being really, um, quiet with yourself, get out in nature, just what do you need? What do you want? Um, a lot of people don't even truly know what their dream life looks like because it's easy to say, I want um, this type of lifestyle or I want to make X amount of money, but do you actually want to put in the work to get there? Do you actually want to live that lifestyle? Um, do you want to be that person? You know, make sure that you're picking things that you truly actually desire and um, be, listen, listen to that voice inside. And it's interesting too. Like, I think this is my last, my last thought for this episode is that, you know, dreaming really big can feel very overwhelming. So like when we say mm. even the word dream life, we're like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, <laughs> oh exactly. God, it feels so unrealistic and so unobtainable and there's no way I can see myself there or do that. And I think all you need to focus on right now is like Anna said in Frozen 2, just do the next right thing <laughs> or the new best. Yes. Do the next yeah. best thing or whatever she said. I watched that movie on repeat because of Lily, my three-year-old. Um, but yeah, it's like she was going through one of the hardest moments and all she had to do is the next best thing. Just, yeah. That's it. Or right thing. I don't really, I don't really know what the lyrics are. Well, do, the yeah, are. like <laughs> you, you get the, you get the general gist of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Just yeah, take one do, small step in the right direction. <laughs> do the step that's in front of you right now. Don't think about, you know, in a year or a month or whatever. Just do what's in front of you right now if you're in that that state of mind. Yeah. And also it's like it's not about the destination. Like it's the journey. It's the journey. Like yeah. being successful, whatever that means to you, it's it's not, it's not a thing. It's a feeling. So like whatever mm-hmm. you want to feel in this life that is 
success. And I talk about this often too, just like the three pillars of success too: financial success, personal and career and career means like, you're just doing what you actually love to do. And personal means you have balance and you're actually having fun and joy outside of your life. And you know, you're not just working all the time and consumed by your job. And then financial is like, you've set a benchmark for what you want to make and you're achieving that. And then you can set the next realistic benchmark. Yeah. But it's really all about the feelings. It's not about the things like you can have a shit ton of money and still be miserable. Absolutely. Finally open that salon and still hate your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's just, you got to know what's going to light you up and what's going to help you embody those emotions that you want to feel. Um, and also to also honor and grieve if you need to um, and not mm. push those feelings away and just try to feel good all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could go on for days, but I think we'll cap it at that. (laughs) Christine, do you have any final words for this episode? No, I think that's, um, you know, really important because I see people a lot kind of, they say, I hate this about my life, or I don't want to do this, or I actually hate doing hair. And the next thing is they're opening a salon and they become more miserable. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) being really, um, kind of like making choices that are actually working towards your goal, or maybe you just need to be still and quiet for a long time. That's so important. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where I am right now. Actually, I need to be still and present with myself and heal from some things and process things. And um, I I have to remind myself of that every single day right now. Mm -hmm. And that's all good. We all go through it. And the seasons as, you know, we live in the East Coast, so we have all these different seasons, but it's just like the seasons of life, you know, just mm. they change and they're fluid, but that's it. Um, Christine, I want to thank you for having another beautiful, real raw and honest conversation with me on the podcast Thanks today. so much. Thanks so much for having me. I love, love doing this. Me too. Um, I will be putting some helpful resources. I think uh, this episode kind of requires a few different um, types of resources. So we'll do things that can help you expand your mind and make you feel excited about learning. And we'll also help you with some personal development um, mindset things that can help you feel balanced and join our community too on Facebook. It's growing. Um, it's thriving. There's so many great conversations happening there and we give free education and support. And if you're looking mm. for like-minded people, then we're your place. I'll put yeah. that all below. Thank you again, Christine. And thank you guys for, well, thank you. Whoever wonderful soul is listening to this on the other, other side, whether it's through your phone or your car speaker, whatever you are. (laughs) Thank you for (laughs) tuning in uh, to another episode of the Hair Goals podcast. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now.